Hi, we've got the latest and greatest from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn what causes that fresh rain smell, a trick you can use to stop procrastinating, and how astronauts can actually see cosmic rays. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Cody, do you like the smell of new rain? I love everything associated with rain. Really? Yeah. Like you just like, you like getting wet. You like puddles. I love rainy days. I love listening to the rain. Wow. I, everything and everything precipitation. I love when it snows. I'm just, yeah. I'm and you a, like the smell? I think so. Yeah. I hate the smell. Really? Yeah. I don't know what it is. It smells like dirt. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it. Everyone says that the smell of new rain is like the best smell in the world. I, I just don't, I don't understand it. Do you like rainy days? Yeah, sure. I mean, I come from the Pacific Northwest. It rains 50% of the time there. Oh, right. Northwest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Weird. Did you have like a really bad rainy day when you were young? <laughs> no, it's just the smell of new rain smells like dirt and I don't like it. That's all. <laughs> you run so much. You spend so much time outside. Sure. Just, uh... Rain's fine. I'm fine with rain. Just the smell isn't, isn't that pleasant. All right. Well, no judgment. All right. Rain's not for everybody. No, I like rain, Cody. I just don't <laughs> like the smell. <laughs> I mean, you could buy an umbrella and then... (laughs) Gosh! (laughs) Well, whether you like the smell of it or not, isn't it kind of interesting to think about what causes that smell? It is. And you know what? I feel like I'm vindicated now that I know what it really is. Whoa. So a lot of research went into this, including work from a team of Australian scientists and a team of MIT scientists. And it was recently rounded up by Tim Logan, a professor of atmospheric sciences at Texas A&M University. He boiled down the answer into one word, petrichor. Cool, problem solved. We can all go home. Just kidding. Logan writes that petrichor is the chemical process that happens when rainwater meets dry earth. When the earth gets moist, it releases a cocktail of chemical compounds, including things like plant oils. But the most important ingredient in producing the smell of petrichor is a type of stinky alcohol called geosmin. It's produced by bacteria that live in the soil and break down whatever dead stuff happens to fall to the earth. So rain plus dirt equals geosmin, which creates that telltale fresh rain smell. But you only get that with fresh rain because dryness slows down the geosmin producing bacteria responsible for breaking down the organic matter in the soil. As the raindrops spatter the ground, they kick up geosmin containing compounds in aerosol form. Let a few gusts of wind stir things up, and presto, your nose detects the geosmin and that unmistakable fresh rain smell. It can be strong enough that people downwind can catch a whiff and smell an approaching storm. And even if you can't smell petrichor before the rain actually arrives, you might be able to sniff out another telltale sign a storm is brewing. Ozone. The electric charge from lightning splits atmospheric nitrogen and oxygen molecules into separate atoms. Some of those recombine into nitric oxide. And sometimes that reacts with other atmospheric chemicals to produce a molecule made up of three oxygen atoms. Ozone. That has a distinctly sharp scent. So yes, you really can smell rain coming. Isn't nature cool? So you're saying that it's caused by bacteria. It's bacteria farts. (laughs) That's what it is. All right. (laughs) You know what? I like the way it smells. That's just fine. Ready to become more productive? Well, we've got a tip today that comes from Mark Twain. Supposedly. We made a video about this on Facebook earlier this year, but it's worth repeating on our podcast, and it's called The Frog Rule. Do you ever use this, Ashley? I always use this, actually. I try to always use this. When I fail, it's obvious. And when I succeed, it's like the best day ever. 
If you don't know what this rule is, supposedly Mark Twain once said something along the lines of, eat a live frog first thing in the morning and nothing worse will happen to you for the rest of the day. There's actually no definitive evidence that Mark Twain spoke or wrote the phrase. There's even an alternate version that goes a little like this, and this might help make this tip make more sense. Quote, if it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first, unquote. In more practical terms, the frog is your worst, least enjoyable task of the day. That thing you're dreading. But a lot of the time, it's also the most important thing for you to do that day. At least a couple authors have written about the benefits of doing this. Self-development author and public speaker Brian Tracy wrote that, quote, successful, effective people are those who launch directly into their major tasks and then discipline themselves to work steadily and single-mindedly until those tasks are complete, unquote. And retired U.S. Navy Admiral William McRaven says that he makes his bed every morning so that he has a sense of accomplishment at the start of his day. Not to mention some pride in sticking to a good habit of self-discipline. Try it at work this week and see how it affects the rest of your work day. That is where I find it is really, really helpful. Definitely. Sending those dreaded emails, making that phone call you just don't want to deal with. Get out of the way before noon and the rest of your day will just go so smoothly. Totally. Today's episode is sponsored by Vistaprint. It's important to feel professional, polished, and prepared when it counts, right now. For small business owners or people who produce their own podcasts, being plugged in and prepared when an opportunity comes up is crucial. Those moments happen all the time. They're happening now. And having a business card that shows how professional you are in your pocket, ready to hand out, is the first step to making something happen. Your next big opportunity is coming right now, and all it takes to feel like you're ready to own that now is $10. And it doesn't have to be hard. With Vistaprint, you can create a truly professional, unique card in minutes. Upload your own design or start with one of Vistaprint's professionally designed options. Pick the paper stock, style, and quantity that's right for you. Choose your delivery speed, order, and receive your cards in as few as three days. Vistaprint wants you to do something great for your business right now, which is why our listeners will get 500 high-quality custom business cards starting at $9.99. Use code CURIOUS at vistaprint.com. That's code CURIOUS at vistaprint.com. CURIOUS at vistaprint.com. Here's something cool. In space, astronauts can see cosmic rays with their naked eyes. Ready for some science? I'm always ready for some science. <laughs> this is actually, like, way more dangerous than it sounds. But it's still super cool. It's deceptively nefarious. Totally. But also magical. Yeah. So cosmic rays are the high energy particles that regularly blast through our solar system from other galaxies or our own sun. They're radioactive fragments of atoms that move at really high speeds and tear through any molecules in their path. They're the reason radiation is a big concern on future missions to Mars. The first person to report seeing cosmic rays was Buzz Aldrin during the Apollo 11 mission in 1969. He mentioned seeing strange flashes of light that took on a variety of shapes and dimensions. NASA put a special detector on Apollo 16 and 17 to figure out what was going on, and they found the flashes were caused by high-energy particles from cosmic rays. Later research has shown that the particles affected every astronaut differently. Some could see them in bright conditions, while others could only see them in the dark. Some were so bothered by them that they had trouble sleeping, while others couldn't see them at all. Remember, though, that cosmic rays are really harmful, so it's not so good when they hurtle into an astronaut's eyes. We don't actually know why astronauts are seeing them, though. The rays aren't light, after all. They're just radioactive particles. Researchers have three theories about why astronauts can see them. 
One is that they were entering the eye and hitting the optic nerve. Another is that they were entering the astronaut's skulls and hitting the vision center of the brain. Scary. And the third and scariest theory is that the particles are traveling through the vitreous humor of the astronaut's eyes and emitting light in the form of something called Cherenkov radiation. As in, the light is coming from inside their eyeballs. So don't be too jealous that you can't see cosmic rays from here on Earth, at least until we figure out why they're visible up in space. Read about today's stories and more on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Ashley Hamer. And I'm Cody Goff. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.